Welcome everyone to Make It Happen Monday. I am 5-year-old KW. What's up? I hope you had a wonderful weekend, this past weekend. And um, for this Make It Happen Monday, uh, I would just say moving into 2023, just know that the Make It Happen Mondays are a mixture of motivation, um, but also clarity on how we can consistently move forward to that journey of authenticity. So I want to just share overall that on my journey to just consistently living my most authentic life, I've been able to identify some things that cause barriers, cause barriers to my growth and my self-fulfillment. There's a ton of them, so I'm not going to bore you with those, but I'm going to focus on what I've dubbed the triple D syndrome. So here goes. So the triple D syndrome stands for dispute, deflect, and defend. And all three of these things are things that I've used in my past, unknowingly or knowingly, to hesitate growth. So um, these behaviors are, are barriers, first of all. Um, they, they extend tremendous energy, um, so much energy you use up to dispute, deflect, and defend, uh, and, and that is all with the goal of avoiding self-examination, right? That man or that lady in the mirror, so just avoiding that self-examination, but guys, it fights to preserve the consistency of, um, of the status quo that you've created to just get by, to just live day to day, so I'll give you an example. Someone says, hey, how are you doing? And you say, I'm okay, when you know good and darn well, you're not okay, right? So, um, it's the opposite of self-examination or re-examination. Sometimes we uh, go through cycles of life where we feel really good and confident and self-aware, self-assured, and then something happens that requires us to re-examine we examine the path that we took to get us to feeling so lost and so desperate to begin with. Um, one, two, or three of the barricades are truly, truly meaningful to be able to transform into your best self or your desired uh, best self. So look, it is scary to face that woman or man in the mirror when you do it right. You will see flaws that make up or ring lights of clouds. A true focus to that self-love effect is definitely going to begin with self-discovery. And when we release our our workbooks in early 2023, it's going to have all of these activities in it uh, around self-identity crisis because that's our focus initially with the workbooks is on self-identity crisis. But in order to... Get to the root cause of the crisis you really do have to go through the self-discovery process if that makes sense so um you need to hear this sis. every mole clogged pore wrinkles that you may have any laugh lines hooded eyelids double chin and more you've earned it um some of it is intentionally and some of it is kind of by default and that's by default with the things that that happen to us that we don't have any control over but uh, as we know as we age as we mature 
it, it's not even about the thing anymore. It's about responding effectively and honestly to it. So, nonetheless, you're going to be tasked with extracting whatever necessary to be a better you. And that does require you to do some self-discovery, to look in the mirror, to maybe even ask for feedback. I use the word the term 360 and work a lot. But um, if you have a circle of friends and family that you trust implicitly, then why not ask them, hey, when this kind of situation occurs, how do you think I respond? Um, and then the way that I respond, how has that impacted me as a human being? And also, how has it impacted our relationship? And, and I say that because those who love us dearly and who are front row of our pain, trials, and turmoil, they hurt as much as we do. Their job is different than ours is, right? And so no one wants to tell you what to do. But when we're in a situation, it's clouded by emotions that at the time we can't grasp or take control over. But our friends and family who love us dearly can see uh, what's around the corner. And they will do one of two things. They'll either try to talk through it, talk you through it or just keep their mouth mouth closed until uh, you're ready to share that business. So let me break each of the 3D syndrome down to you. The first one I truly believe is dispute. So uh, of the three, dispute is often very easy to recognize. We do it every single day. So someone asks us how we are doing, like I just mentioned, and the Lord, and we know, we're falling apart. We're barely hanging on. Um, we want the darkness to turn to light. But remember, the group uh, Loose Ends, for those of you who are my age, hopefully, <laughs> you remember the group Loose Ends, and they had a song, and one of the looses is hanging, hanging on a, a thread or a seam, and that's sometimes how that feels. So... Yeah, kind of like that when we're disputing. So we dispute the validity that we are drowning in a pool, right? So we we have fallen into the pool. It's full of water and no one else is around. Uh, but we've fallen into the pool, but we're disputing that we're in the pool. Um, so we're drowning in a pool of absent tears. And we dispute that there is or there has been dysfunction in us or in our um, nuclear circle, our our biological family primarily, uh, but it could be family that you've created along the way. But we dispute that there is or ever have been any kind of dysfunction in us, in our family, because what goes on in the family stays in the family, right? Or at least that's how it was when I was growing up and definitely within my family, paternal and maternal sides. Um, But then if we ever decide to own the dysfunction, uh, we then dispute the clear root cause of it, right? Um, One of those is not. This this ain't the reason X, Y, Z. So it's, no, no, that didn't occur in my family. Or no, no, that's never been me. Or no, it's not that. Um, But then you get caught up because now we are exposing 
the inconsistencies and the inaccuracies in the lies we tell to ourselves and of course to our our circle our inner circle about what's true or not because we gaslit ourselves and i know we talk a lot um nowadays about gaslighting but it really is one of those terms that makes the most sense to me while on the journey to authenticity and and so you've got to make sure that the stove is lit with the flame and not just the gas right um we don't want to be operating on fumes alone because that doesn't get us anywhere so to accept your own any of our issues is definitely going to mean that there's work outstanding you know what i mean like you have you're in college and you have um all these assignments that are due you think you're done and then you look up like wait a minute i got two more assignments doing they're due in a matter of days so to accept or to own any issue means that there's work to be done. There's work that's outstanding. We have to work through the generational trauma. We have to work through um, all this shit that we did to ourselves as a result of some of the other things that happened to us that were outside of our control. I hope that makes sense. So I'm not trying to spotlight my imperfections. Um, that's why makeup exists, right? Um, think about it. Think about it. Uh, a lot of us are self-confident enough to go without any makeup. There, there are some of us who need to go every single day. We're not walking out the house, go to the laundry, go to the grocery store, go to the post office without being fully made up. And that is in some part because they feel more comfortable in that skin in the makeup piece and, and and often it's about if I go out looking bare faced and like I didn't put a lot of attempts on it what will others think of me right and 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 not really even others that know you because others that know you and love you and care about you are going to see your beauty regardless of whether you have lashes on nails on and all that all of that stuff so we we put makeup on to hide our flaws, which in reality are our beauty marks. So I'll go on to the next one. So dispute the first one, and then the second of the kind of 3D syndrome that I've identified is the deflection. So um, this one kind of muddies the water a little bit, and that's because um, it is also a distraction from closer examination um, or dispute. So. We've disputed something, and then maybe we, we own it, right? And then the next thing we need to do is say, well, um, the, the reason why I was this way was because. Well, then you're not owning your shit. We're not asking you to identify someone else's responsibility in what they did to you or how they made you feel. You have zero control over someone else's actions. The only person you have control over is yourself. So sometimes it's because when those lies are finally disposed, you, we feel like we have to do some sort of damage control um, to make it easy when there's someone else to blame. It's kind of like saying there aren't any Christmas presents because Santa didn't bring any, but we all know we are Santa. Right, so if there's no presents under the tree, it's not because some um, roly-poly white man 
is, is you know coming down the chimney and sending gifts we know that is a fantasy that is a fable that was created and we know that if there's any presents we're likely buying those presents so there's no sense in deflecting why something wasn't done um that perhaps should have been and in, in most cases the work the work is what needs to get done the work is what's outstanding um, so not not some sort of Santa, <laughs> some Santa in a red suit. So this this is knowing good and darn well that um, there's work to be done, but we want to minimize the work to be done by deflecting and making sure that we include any other responsible parties for the decisions that we make into the growth process. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. No one owes you an apology. No one owes you the story about why they ended up hurting you. Uh, It is true. Hurt people hurt people. But guess what? Some people are just assholes. And they hurt you just because. But we make the mistake of feeling like someone needs to explain to us why they were so shitty to us. And they don't. We owe it to ourselves to take that as a lesson. And to be able to identify the difference between us holding them accountable and us holding us accountable because you can never hold someone else accountable for their actions they have to hold themselves accountable for the actions they also aren't responsible for the impact of their actions we are and i know that's hard to hear i know that's hard to hear but you need to hear hear this is is it isn't going to happen self-growth um authenticity Um, more peace in your life is not going to happen when you're pointing the finger somewhere else. Now, it doesn't mean that um, we want to diminish what other people have done to you. It it doesn't mean that at all. Um, What it means is we just have to take responsibility for where we are today, uh, work through the process of getting to the root cause, And when we get to the root cause, that allows us scope in how we're going to improve, get better, right? So, um, the very last one that I want to share out of the kind of the 3D syndrome is is going to be the defend. So if we can't dispute or defend, then kind of our defend is our last resort well i'm this way because or the only reason why is this we take on physically and verbally that defensive posture have you ever seen or try to have a healthy argument with someone and then all of a sudden their posture completely changes and before you started the the difficult conversation or dialogue they might have looked relaxed chill just trying to kind of understand what it is uh, where this conversation is going but the moment you blame them for something uh, is the moment you see that back arch or they're sitting straight up in their chair and and so there is a, such a thing as a defensive posture and i want to say that everyone listening to this has probably exhibited that defend posture because it helps us to get through the lie or the truth but it helps us get through um, the process of explaining our side of the story once again you need to hear this sis. 
you don't need to explain your side of the story to anyone except for yourself. You don't need to hold anyone accountable for anything except for yourself. You do have a right to speak your mind and um, hope that someone understands or appreciates your point of view and how you feel without expectation. Without expectation. Okay? So when we evoke kind of the defense posture, we really are setting ourselves up as innocent bystanders in our lives for events that we cause, we cause for them. So let me give you some examples. Being a single mom, maybe I'm losing your job or having a low credit score, or I used to teach parents when we had a symposium recently, daddy issues and mommy issues. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you don't have daddy issues and you don't have mommy issues. You may have abandonment issues. You may have trust issues. Because the moment we bring in other people, mommy, daddy, cousin, uncle, whatever it is, that is still a sense of deflection, a sense of dispute, and then also a sense of defense, kind of like hopefully or potluck um, with that because we want to say, well, our, my finances are poor because of A, B, and C, or... Uh, I'm a single mother and therefore it's difficult. Well, guess what, sis? You're not sharing anything element. I mean, you know, mind boggling. We know being a mother, regardless of whether you're single or not, is a challenging yet rewarding task. Um, experience, lifetime expectation. But keep throwing that out into the universe allows you to create an excuse and there aren't any excuses once again you chose to be a single mother uh, if you lost a job there's likely i've lost jobs before plenty there's likely things that you've done to lose your job uh, or perhaps you didn't protect yourself within the parameters of your job i don't know but but it still goes back to behaviors and um i've always said behaviors will always follow you until you change, until you recognize and change your behavior. I would love for the, all the good behavior that I exhibit to be uh, mirrored by someone else um, based on what I've learned over the 65 years. But I also know the individual journey uh, to authenticity is critical. I don't want anyone to get to where I am. I am where I am because I'm Tanya. I'm Tanya by Gilkey W. Watson. Um, I want someone to get to that place because of who they are and accepting who they are. Warts, wrinkles, you know, baggy, eyelids, dark circles under the eyes. We've earned all of that. Okay? Um, I know that this is not not who I want to be and therefore I welcome the accountability from kind of each of I just welcome the accountability from myself which is why it's so important for me to ask people for feedback I've done that this week as well or not this week today's Monday I did it last week as well uh, I make a habit of it because I used to never ask people for feedback uh, but then I realized I spent my growth 
adjusting my career, I have to ask people, hey, how did I do? Rate me. Give me, give me some feedback. Um, and and I, it's scary to do that, but it is so critical to do it because then that allows you to continue to grow uh, in whatever area you decide you want to grow in. So, kind of rambled on and on, but I want to make sure that I reiterate what those kind of the 3D syndrome is what I'm calling it uh, represents, and that's going to be initially it's all about disputing that anything untoward happens or disputing that you have any growth whatsoever to do. And then deflection is, is once you recognize, all right, okay, so there were some things, but the reason that the things that happened to me is what caused me to be who I am today. And then it's a different thing. Yeah, I'll give you another example. Um, yeah, I know I'm a bitch, but that's just who I am. Because you recognize poor behavior doesn't give you the authority to continue that poor behavior around to other people um, that it may negatively impact. So you can go all day calling yourself a bad bitch or whatever it is, but it's important to recognize that your actions, your words, your behaviors can negatively impact those people who love and care about you deeply. It does not mean you have to do everything they say or, or not be authentic yourself. But it does mean that if you know that you're on the road to um, discovery, self-discovery, uh, you have no time to waste trying to deflect and put it on other people. You have no time uh, or space to defend those bad acts that you committed. That's not what the activity is. You must, you must look in the mirror identify the flaws physically, emotionally, mentally that you have while celebrating all the goodness that you put out into the world and continue to do that part of it but make the opportunities that exist once you look in that mirror make those opportunities at the forefront as well so that they're actively worked and once again, I can't wait to get the workbook out for you, but I just wanted to kind of share that today. So, um, dispute, reflect, defend. I think those are those are the three of the things that kind of get in the way or those barriers of us growing. Um, we get to the place where we're stagnant, like I don't know what's happening. I'm not growing anymore. Um, but it's often because we forget that there's some ingredients that involved that can take us away from um, going on the right road to success, to personal success and personal peace, uh, if that makes sense. So I hope everything I said makes sense. And um, don't forget to add a comment to this particular podcast episode. We'd love to hear from you. And um, you can also, by the way, email, you need to, you need to hear this bitch at gmail.com get some additional um, information about uh, dates and times for shows or podcasts and then also to find out more about what I talk about so if this has been helpful to you that is wonderful once again this was Make It Happen Monday and as always I am Fly Girl CW peace and love